0: Hey, hey friends, it's me again. <laughs> and if you have been listening recently, you know what this little announcement is about. I am here to remind you that the win-win-win $1,000 year-end challenge is getting ready to get started. It is shaping up to be really amazing. I have got some really great content for you guys that is kicking off on Sunday, november 22nd although you can register all the way through december 8th and still get that backlog of information and registration is on this can't slash challenge i encourage you to come sign up we are raising money primarily for your bank account but also for the aclu and i would love for you to join me bring a friend And help me end 2020 on a really high note all the way around. Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Jay McLaughlin, it is so wonderful to have you on This Can't Be That Hard. How are you today? i doing great, and it's great to be here. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Just as a tiny little bit of backstory, I have now known Jay for three years, I guess maybe four. It's been a long time and through the family narrative we've known each other. So I have gotten to see Jay in person once a year and also we've just sort of like kept up online and so I was super super excited when you reached out to say that you wanted to be part of one of these little mini mentoring things. It's not like you're new to business <laughs> and and you have a thriving business so I feel like this is going to be a really great conversation and before I spill too many of the beans let me get my Timer ready. Are you good to go? I'm just gonna hit the go button and you jump in, okay? Yeah, all set. All right, ready. On your mark, get set, and go.
1: So, as you said, I've been in business for about ten years. Mm-hmm. A month away from my stock, my my birthday. Yay! Congratulations. Um, yeah. Exciting, it's exciting, and but that means that most of my clients, more than 80% last time I checked, are repeat clients, so it makes it complicated when you try to adjust your business, when you're when you try to make any changes in your business, right? And my business is, I with your comparing to your business models, probably somewhere between a workhorse and a unicorn. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty high touch in the sense that I go to my after the session, I go to their homes for what I call my ordering, or I had gone to my homes so for what I called my ordering sessions. And they're not, it's not super fancy, you know, you know, champagne type service, but it, it's what I think the most valuable thing about those meetings had been they get it done. My moms are busy. They're either working full time or they've got a house full of kids and me showing up, sitting down with them, showing them their images, and then helping them choose a collection and design that collection, which in most cases, my most popular, my sort of uh, favorite product is a book. Mm-hmm. As we know those take a ton of time to narrow yeah. down and design. So there's, my clients don't have to feel overwhelmed. They don't have to feel like they've got a ton of stuff to do. I do it all for them, Yeah, but with their, but I had been thinking of pulling back on that and doing my version of the simple sales system for while quarantine gave me the perfect, quarantine and not being able to go into people's homes gave me the perfect excuse to do it at least on a trial basis. Mm-hmm. And so that that's what I've done since I opened back up. I, I explained to them at the session how it's going to be different this time. And I do say we can always jump on a Zoom call if you like, but I have this whole system that's going to allow us to do the same kinds of steps that we would have done if i had shown up at your home. And I'm going to help you all along the way. And so for the most part, that's been going well. I've been using different little, trying out different little strategies as I go. Because again, I know these people and yep. I know who needs to be told if you don't choose your photos within a week, then I will choose for you. Yep. And which ones I can just sort of give more leeway and say, happy to hop on, hop on a call anytime you like. But I think part of it, so the, but it leaves me with a question of, am I taking too much away from their experience so that they are feeling abandoned Mm -hmm. an indicator of that is do i do i feel like i'm as connected as them Mm -hmm. so it's my big question really is is this in alignment with with what i have marketed to my clients all along which is service the get it done aspect and if not how can i in the same automated way fill in that blank
0: bridge that gap yeah
1: and yeah that's pretty much it oh the other question is I've added, I haven't changed my pricing, but mm-hmm. I've said, right, here are the new packages, the pricing are the same, but I've added value mm-hmm. with these print credits. And I think some of these people are just creatures of habit, but it makes me feel all squarely when they don't spend the credits. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's my issue or whether I have to remind them more or just not worry about it.
0: Great, okay. So, I'm noticing a recurring theme here, and this is something that I think that we all tend to do, which is we get very much in our own heads about like how is this being received on the other side of, you know, the screen or the, you know, on the other side of the coin. And I think my first recommendation to you with all of these, I mean, you are in the enviable position of having a lot of repeat clients with whom you have years of trust built, right? Mm-hmm. And when you're in that position, you have the ability to go and ask people, well, right. what did you think? Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, that can be a scary thing because of course somebody could say, I really didn't like what, you know, the difference or, mm-hmm. and there, and the thing is, there are always going to be some people who are resistant to change and they're going to like romanticize the way it was and they want it back that way. But I also think that for all of those people oftentimes if something is working more smoothly, you know, you're going to get people who are like, this is great. And I certainly in the same position as you went from in-person sales to doing everything online and was very afraid that the level of service was going to be noticeably lacking from my client's perspective. And I just over time heard over and over and over again from people like, no, actually we really appreciate the flexibility of not having to set that time up for the appointment. Now, That's not to say that there can't be, you know, some feedback from people that's really positive and helpful, even if it's not like you're doing everything perfectly. So again, I think my first recommendation would be that you pick and choose a few clients. Maybe don't pick and choose the ones that always find something to complain about if you have any of those. (laughs) But if you, you know, if you call up some of these clients and say, hey, don't send them a I would say don't send them a questionnaire unless you've got 30 people that you need to poll about this. I would say pick up the phone, have that high te- touch interaction, or send them an email and say, hey, I'd love to, you know, schedule a time with you to just jump on the phone for 10 minutes and ask you some questions. As you know, everything has been changing and I'd love to get your feedback. I really value your feedback. Most of the time, people are really happy to give it. And if you're framing those questions in an open and honest way and giving people space to give you real Legitimate feedback, my guess is you'll get some really good insights. And, you know, those insights might lead you to some kind of eureka moments about like your market would really, 80% of people are great doing it on their own, but maybe 20% would like to have a final phone call before they hit the send button on their order. So they do most of the stuff, and then you guys get on the phone and you review their order with them and it takes 10 minutes and it feels more high touch but it's way less time invested on your part and they can sort of do all the machinations in their mind ahead of time. I just made that one up off the top of my head but you know stuff like that could certainly be an option. And then and then in terms of how they're feeling about that the level of service, those are you know you're going to want to think about how you're going to phrase that question so that it so that you're not leading them to exactly. say yes, it feels like less service or no, it feels like the same. Like ask, think about how you can ask those questions in a way that's really going to get to the heart of it. You know, do you feel like you have enough guidance, you know, and then the print credit in particular, like, you know, is that a value add, the value add that you believe that it is. Mm -hmm. I have had some clients who just totally like don't use the print credit, which I struggle with because on the one hand of course that saves us money in terms of cost of goods but you're absolutely right it worries me me more than I I'm mm-hmm. I'm happier when they use it than I am when they don't because at least then I know like oh they are seeing and feeling that value for for the money that they spent so so you know I usually will if somebody hasn't used their print credit and it's like the day and I haven't even heard anything about it I will give them a call and say Hey, can I help you with this? And one option is actually to have a default thing set up where if they don't place a print credit, they are getting X. And that could be, you know, you have to look at what your print credit values are and pick a, an item that you think is sort of your favorite item at that price point or whatever. And then you pick, and some people may actually really enjoy the surprise and the like extra service and it'll feel like a free gift. It's not a free gift. You've just used their print credit for them. But as long as they have warning that that's happening, if they don't do it, it's sort of the default action, at least there would be the value there. And it wouldn't just feel like a wasted gift card, which never leaves anybody with a good taste in their mouth.
1: Right. That's a good idea. And that could be done through pick time. The other part of it is that all of these nice little reminders that I've obviously written and set up. Mm -hmm are going and I'm not really being copied on them. So I'm feeling disconnected and I I don't know that they're about to expire. I've got, but that might be a great way for them to say, just a reminder, you've got a couple more days. And if not, I'll choose one for you in this, you know, in this product.
0: Right. And one way, so yes, you're absolutely right. The fact that we don't get CC'd on, on these emails that are going out, it, it's like, I I haven't even looked at those emails for probably six months because I wrote them a long time ago. And on the one hand, that's great because it means that I have so much less on my plate, but it does definitely, like I kind of am more likely to lose track of where my client is in the process. So maybe they feel like, oh, Anami has been checking in every week. (laughs) And I'm like, what's your name again? I don't even know. (laughs) So, um, you know, one thing you could do in your CRM is set up reminders for yourself you know post the session date or after you've delivered the gallery to just go in and look at the back end of the gallery and see like how many times over the course of this gallery open period have they logged in and looked at their things have they downloaded their images your emails are getting sent out regardless but if you as a human being can check in and look and catch any problems Then that's going to show that level of service when you actually pick up the phone and call them and say, hey, I know you've been getting these automated emails from me, or you don't have to say, I know I've been sending you reminder emails, but I happen to notice that X, Y, Z. And then that just opens the door for that conversation.
1: It's a great idea. And again, all of
0: that, even though these are added steps into what is sort of the bare bones of the simple sales system, that. You know, comparatively speaking to an in person sales session, sales and design session is, you know, pennies on the dollar in terms of time invested. So, one of the other things that you had written in when you sort of first contacted me about doing this had to do with the concern, not just with your current clients, but with showing that value, showcasing that value at your price point since you're not doing in person sales to newer customers. And you didn't mention that when you were talking just now, is that something that's still an issue or have you come to some resolution about
1: that? It's still an issue. I, I, I feel like I, I'm still telling them, I, I guess I'm more worried about my current clients because yeah. most of my new business, mm-hmm. or the best clients that I get are through word of mouth and yeah. I always want them to. To be able to say, she does everything. She takes care of it. It's overwhelming. Yeah. She gives you a lot of images, but then she shows you how to put them in a beautiful book and takes care of everything. So it's more for repeat clients. Okay. I feel like the new clients, they don't know how it used to be. Yeah, yeah. And rather than feeling like a nag saying, listen, if you, you've got to pick these images or... I haven't had, I haven't had to do the, or I mean, or else (laughs) a couple of clients I've said, you know, if I don't hear from you and actually that's not true. One has, I don't, if you haven't chosen your images within the next two weeks, I will choose them for you and you can review. And if you don't approve them within two weeks, then I will order it because Mm -hmm. I know this client and you know, she, I chose her images and she approved it. So it yeah. was fine, but I don't know if it, that feels kind of bossy and heavy handed for someone who I don't know needs that.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Back when I was doing a lot of album design, my thing was always that I did the first round of design and then I invited people to make changes. Mm-hmm. And people would say, well, what if I, you know, maybe I should just pick the pictures and then you do the design or, and I, you know, had played with this a hundred different ways over time. And I just came to the fact that like the fewer homework items that I could give people, the better it ended up being. So even though it felt a little pushy for me to come to them and be like, here's your pre-design adjust as you like, it got us to the finish line so much more like quickly and easily with much less nagging, because even if it was way off base, my initial design, it gave them a sense of like, it gave them a place to start and there was less overwhelm. And I have, I mean, you could, for instance, divide up your presentation gallery instead of it just being like, here are the, this is the edited files. It could be like Jay's favorites and, and the rest or something like that so that you give them a set of like your 10 favorites and that may or may not perfectly align with theirs, but it could be something where it gives them, you know, especially depending on the number of files that you deliver, You know, that number ranges for a lot of photographers. And I think that, and I I don't, I I know you, and I don't think that this is true of you, but some people deliver so many images that I think that what they are perceiving as a client's unwillingness to order stuff is actually just like they are so stuck trying to narrow it down from 180 images that have been delivered. (laughs) How am I supposed to pick one to put on my wall? So especially for anyone listening who might be a big, heavy-handed deliverer, you know, showing, showcasing the whole set, but then like flagging your favorites for people might actually be something that can help them as well. I don't want to, this is your time and we're almost done. I was, did you, does that clear?
1: It does. You asked whether it was as much of a concern with new clients and And I don't think it it really is. i because they don't know what they're missing. yeah. But I I guess in general, if they feel like they're being served in the same way online, then I I don't have to worry about the value.
0: Yeah, and what I was going to say and the notes that I had made before we jumped on the phone, just based on what you had written to me about new clients, is that I think that, you know, the other thing that you can do that will increase your high touch or that like face-to-face time that you have with your existing clients is once you've had maybe the chance to talk to some people about their experience. When you start hearing like, these are the people who are really happy with this new experience, ask them if you can have a quick Zoom call and like record their thoughts about that a little bit and start using video testimonials and have people talk about not only the high touch level, but also the convenience of your service and really help people... Help you by outlining the fact that you have created a system that works for busy parents. Like that you are, you know, as present as they need you to be, but also like completely work, you know, you work with their schedule and that sort of thing. Because I think that when it comes to new clients, the field is so broad out there. There are so many photographers out there that those of us who charge more, in some ways, have a leg up because people are willing to or their brains are ready and willing to accept that like this person is providing a better level of service. And I I actually really do think that what you're doing is a really great service for people. So those are my thoughts, but yeah, I have no doubt that you're going to make this work. I think it's one of those, like, it feels vulnerable when things change.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And because fall is the busiest time, it's mostly new clients. I mean, sorry, repeat clients now really am in a, a good position to ask people yeah. exactly what you said. So what do you think? How does it feel? You know, how would it be easier for you? And some of them, the other part of it is it's some of the, I do say like, if, you, if it's too overwhelming for you, we can jump on the phone and do it just as if I was sitting at your dining room table. And some of them like, yes, please. And thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, and th- that's not hard. So, no,
0: and that's, I mean, and that's being a good business person and being a good, you know, that's good service, but I love that. And I will tell you the first fall that I went through with Simple Sales in place, I was, there were I so many times that I was like, what is going on here? Like, I don't, <laughs> why am I not panicked? It's mid-November. I should be up to my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, everything is fine. The numbers are good.
1: <laughs> it might just be that. And we do know each other. So you know, the part of it is just convincing myself that just because I'm not in complete control doesn't mean that things aren't in control. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh. No, totally. Well, good. Well, I hope that I get to talk to you again toward the end of the year or at the beginning of 2021 to hear how your fall season went, but I hope it goes really, really well. And I hope that this conversation gave you a little bit of food for thought about it.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Thank you
0: very much. Absolutely. Thank (laughs) you. It's lovely to to see your face and hear your voice and I will talk to you soon.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Bye, Jay. That's it for this week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.